Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I hate how long it takes me to do something. Like I literally said, oh, I'm going to record this podcast early in the morning so I can have all day. Okay, yeah, it's now 328 in the afternoon. I truly played myself. the distract me please podcast i've realized that i've done a very terrible job at promoting when this comes out so new episode every saturday i post it like at midnight on saturdays so you literally like from the beginning of saturday you can listen and i was hoping to do guest episodes every other week and well, here I am again, solo dolo, like Jason Derulo said, I'm riding solo. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm alone. This is another solo episode. Um, I blame my friends, completely blame them. They're dropping like flies. Honestly, they're all getting sick. <laughs> so like. Yeah, Daniela, you know what? I'm going to call you out. Like, I was supposed to have Daniela on this week with me. And then homegirl pops up with bronchitis. And I'm like, you can't come to my house. Like, no, you're not coming to my house with bronchitis. Like, pandemic or not, you're not coming. (laughs) So now I'm just waiting to see what healthy friends I can come and have me join on this podcast. It's Jesus. I'm going to need y'all to take care of yourselves. God, I don't want to continue to do this by myself, even though it's fun. I can talk to myself for hours. I just don't want to do it. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to listen to myself every week of nothing but just me. Like, I would like to mix it up. It's not that I hate my voice. I would just hate to hear myself talk once a week, every week. (laughs) So... Getting straight into my first topic of this podcast, boob jobs, (laughs) which I know is like strange and like, what, like, why are you talking about boob jobs on this, Brianna? Like, what is happening? Okay, so basically this came about because this YouTuber that I like to watch, then, oh, well, her name is Vanessa, but her YouTube channel name is simply Nessa. And so she made a video talking about how she has to now book an appointment for an explant because her boob job just went so bad. And that just really solidified it for me. Like, I have yet to see anyone that I know with the boob job not have to get them removed. And in fact, sometimes I find out celebrities and influencers have a boob job because they come out and they're like, so I'm getting mine removed. Like, I 
I have yet to see someone who got a boob job that went 100% perfectly fine. Like, oh my gosh, this really needs to be a topic that's talked about more. Like, oh, these poor women, these poor women are just like made to feel less than because, you know, their chest, well, to them, their chest size is not desirable. And then they get boob jobs. And then there's this thing called like, okay, I don't want to get it wrong. It's like boob job syndrome. Boob. You know, I don't even care to look it up, honestly. <laughs> but it's like something syndrome. It has to do with like, I think it's like silicone. I'm not sure. But basically, your breast implants end up poisoning you from the inside. Because, I mean, anytime something foreign goes in your body, the first thing your body wants to do is get rid of it and like make it go away. And that doesn't change just because like, oh, I want to get this foreign object placed in me like that doesn't change. And so these women are suffering and like it's bad, like it's not just like. So basically, some of the symptoms that I've heard some women talk about, I'm talking about like these are like so many YouTube videos. You can literally just look up explant videos and there's so many and they always come across my recommendation because, again, every YouTuber who I love watching has to get them removed. So I'm always watching them because I'm like, this is just not talked about. It's just so wild for me. But so some women have seen hair loss. Some have a harder time breathing. Some just get really sick and pale and fragile and weak and a lot of pain. And it just, it gets very, very bad. Like it gets to the point where like it affects your daily lifestyle and and like, it's not talked about. It's not seen as an actual thing. So if you go to the doctor and you're complaining about these things, they don't blame your breast implants. Like, after some time, people just started putting two and two together, realizing, oh, my gosh, these symptoms happened after I got my implants placed in. And then they get them removed because it, it, like they're just their chest is in so much unbearable pain. And then everything's go back like they go back to normal after everything has been removed. And like, oh, my gosh, I just think it's so bad. Like, you know what? If you need plastic surgery to love yourself, then like whatever go for it but I also don't want to sit here and endorse it if it's like literally killing you because you're not confident enough in your in your natural body and it's just like this needs to be spoken up about because just saying oh if I don't like myself I can go you know get it fixed But then no one tells you that way, actually, if you don't like yourself and you go, quote unquote, get it fixed by a plastic surgeon, like it's going to dramatically change your life. Like it's going to make it more miserable than just like going and seeking help and seeking a therapist and having someone to guide you into loving yourself. Like that sucks. Like what the hell? So I well, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm going to be an advocate for it. And like, we need to just, you know, um, get breast plants, implants removed or whatever. Like, no, because I've never gone through it. I never planned on going through it. Luckily, I'm God's favorite and he blessed me in that department. But like, <laughs> I OK, I'm not saying <laughs> I was really messed up. <laughs> I'm not saying you're not God's favorite if you have a smaller chest if you're part of the itty bitty titty committee but also 
Tiggo bitties for the win. And I'm just saying that because it's me and I love myself, okay? But the itty bitty titty committee, like, you know, we show support. We support. We support all women. We support all sizes. And that's just on period. But tiggle pity tiggle bitties is my community so i'm advocate for that a little more just a little harder (laughs) but yeah so i just wanted to put that out there because i just know a lot of women in my life who have looked into getting breast implants and i was like at first you know i was like go for it do it if you want to do it if that makes you feel confident then like go ahead but now just seeing how many women are suffering from getting breast implants I just don't want to see people that I care about go through that like I literally rather stand by your side and help you learn to love yourself than watch you go through so much life-altering pain just because you thought that your natural beauty wasn't good enough so just wanted to put that out there so apart (laughs) from randomly looking into well okay it wasn't random youtube recommends it for me okay okay like i didn't go actively looking for boob jobs but apart from seeing boob job videos online i've also really just been watching a bunch of streaming services because you know now it's summer break i did not take summer classes during this pandemic because i was like it's not worth it like i was going to do it I was really going to take summer classes because, you know, we're trying to get that degree fast as hell. But like, whatever, <laughs> like, uh, you know, when you're in college, taking summer classes really helps push you to graduate in four years. So I was like, why not? Let's take summer classes this year. And then Miss Rona popped off and I was like, nah, never mind. So instead, I'm at home podcasting because a lot of my friends who are working are also getting sick with Miss Rona and I was like that's scary too (laughs) apart from I also wanted a summer job that like had to do with the future career I wanted so I wasn't gonna freaking work in a grocery store when I'm sitting here going to college to become a vet like I just don't I don't see any personal gain in that that is just my preference okay there's no need to attack me. There's no need to be like, mm, you're one of those people who get spoon, who gets spoon fed by your parents. I get that all the time. I'm so tired of hearing it. I'm sorry that my mom just chooses to support me financially. So that way I can follow any dream that I want to follow. Like, isn't that all the dream that we Loki want to be able to do better for our children and for ourselves? So, yes, yeah, some people's parents have accomplished that. And some are still working on it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But don't attack someone because their parents are helping them. Like, it's really annoying. I'm really tired. Like, I'm talking about not just, like, jokingly attacking me. No, I mean, like, people get really malicious towards me because I, quote, unquote, have it all. Like, go away. Yes, I was. (laughs) My podcast turns into an hour of me ranting about everything in my life. Anyways. (laughs) So, like I was saying... (laughs) I have been doing nothing but watching a bunch of streaming services. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to come on to the podcast and talk about these things because my friends don't like me caps locking all of my text messages talking about this new TV show or movie that I'm watching because they get really annoyed because I'm like texting them every three seconds about the development. And they're like, Brianna, I don't care about what you have to say about these movies or TV shows. And I'm like, 
but it's interesting and I feel very passionate about this show right now. So you know what? I'm going to talk about it on a podcast since my friends don't want to listen to me. (laughs) So (laughs) the first, okay, so the first thing I'm going to talk about is the movie 365 Days on, I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. So when I saw this, I saw it was like trending on Netflix or whatnot. And I was like, well, I don't really care to watch this. So I just like left it alone because it just seemed so cheesy. And then finally I gave in after I realized that I've watched everything that I ever cared to watch about. So now I, (laughs) wait, what? Everything that I cared to watch about? Everything that I cared to watch, (laughs) I've watched it all. So I was like, you know what? Now it's time to start watching things that I don't think I'd really care about. And so one of them, the first runner up was, 365 days and (laughs) let me tell you this story took me for a roller coaster honestly if you do not like spoilers I'm telling you right now I'm a person who doesn't care about spoilers I don't care if I spoil something for you unless you were like really excited about it then like I kind of feel bad for it but because I don't really I don't care if someone spoils something for me I'm going to spoil it so if you're planning on watching 365 days and you don't want spoilers skip just skip ahead just keep skipping until you hear me start talking about world of dance which is the next series that I'm going to talk about well that one's a tv show um (laughs) so or just pause go watch 365 days and come back boom it's that easy we're not doing anything right now you have the time (laughs) so 365 days listen it started off kind of strange, like didn't really care for the beginning. The beginning was pretty intense. Actually, I'm lying. The beginning was pretty intense. I thought it was starting off slow, but already it started off with selling children. And I was like, huh, <laughs> where are we going with this? So, yeah, that was the beginning. And then it leads into, you know, what what truly the movie is about. And it's about um a gangster he calls himself a gangster a gangster kidnapping a woman because when he almost died he saw an image of this woman's face and he's been searching for her ever since (sighs) there was no need to kidnap the woman honestly there was no need for that to be thrown into the plot it made the movie sound more like a wattpad (laughs) story One day I'll learn English. It made the movie sound more like a Wattpad story. Honestly, truly, just saying, just saying. Because literally he kidnaps this woman because he finally found literally the woman of his dreams. And then he's like, I'm giving you 365 days to fall in love with me. And then after that, if you're not in love with me, then I'll let you go. And yes, you can use your... your technology but when I think you're ready when I think you won't run away and call help then you can use your your technology and like he even lets her visit her friends and family and whatnot and I'm just like so if you're basically gonna let her live a free life what was the point of quote-unquote kidnapping her I just want to know I just want to know the reason it made it sound like a Wattpad story I felt like there was no need to include it if anything like okay If a man comes up to you and is like, hi, I almost died. I don't know how long it was like after he met her. I'm going to just say like two years. I really don't remember the timeline. Like whatever. I'm going to just say two years. So imagine a man is like, hey, I almost died two years ago. And then when I 
was dying i saw a vision of you and i saw your face clear as day and now here you are standing in front of me so forgive me but i really think this is meant to be like hold up beautiful beautiful like that is just so beautiful first of all you already have me hooked there right and then on top of that this man is rolling in money she like (laughs) hello a rich man who's already obsessed and in love with you because he feels like he knows you like are you kidding me sign me up dude sign me up honestly like that is just like a walking dream coming your way like why not like yeah whatever but she had a boyfriend okay who cares it was already shown like the boyfriend never cared about her she was sitting there like pushing for the relationship and he never cared like on so who cares whatever she could have cheated like mm, sorry (laughs) don't cheat on y'all significant other guys significant other guys but i'm just saying it's a movie so it wasn't necessarily like he was getting his heart broken and he was cheating on her so all i'm saying is it could have happened. She like mm, he didn't have to kidnap her. There was no need. There was what was the reason? <laughs> so, kidnapped her but didn't really kidnap her and then they start falling in love and honestly, because she was quote unquote kidnapped, now it just made me feel like mm, what is it called? Stockholm syndrome. Like mm, she just had Stockholm syndrome because like she was technically kidnapped and they really tried to force that kidnap narrative because like he flies her out of Poland to Sicily and it's like <sighs> she starts throwing a fit because yeah like who wants to be dragged out of their country like who like if she's comfortable in Poland like leave her in Poland like what like what the fuck but they wanted so badly to like drive that kidnap narrative which again made it sound like a Wattpad story that like they had to show like hey she's still kidnapped because we're forcing her to go somewhere without her own against her own will but again for the most part she was basically free whatever (laughs) so (laughs) like there was just no need like there was no need for the kidnapping but then something else stood out to me and I just really have to point this out since so many women are publicly coming out and talking about how they've been sexually assaulted even movie directors knew that this man kidnapped a woman and they still made sure his character did not touch her without her consent that's just that like stop touching women when they don't want you to like consent people it's all about consent like I again it was a movie but even like they understood like hey he kidnapped her he technically could do whatever he wanted but no let's not let's not do that that's disgusting that's disrespectful make sure he doesn't touch her without her consent period boom like that's just that okay stop raping women it's not worth it and then the grand finale of the show she gets pregnant and then actually i'm not gonna spoil this one. <laughs> well i already spoiled it on twitter for eileen sorry eileen <laughs> so you know what i'm gonna go ahead and spoil it on my podcast so she dies <laughs> so then the girl dies at the end of the movie and like that really threw me for a loop because again I was like oh this is such a Wattpad fantasy that like of course it's gonna end happily ever after like whatever she finds out that he is a gangster and whatnot like she watched 
him murder a man and she still chose to fall in love with him again stockholm syndrome because i'm pretty sure if you like witness the man murder somebody i don't think you would fall in love with them but mm, i'm just saying that's just me personally that's just me but you know what do you (laughs) and so yeah like she dies (laughs) because somewhere in the middle of the movie someone literally threatens her life and is like "Uh, oh this is the woman you finally found her like i'll kill her (sighs) and he took it as a joke and yeah she really died and that just broke my heart because she died like in the process of like telling him like oh she's pregnant and they were planning their wedding and i really thought this was going to be a beautiful story but apparently (laughs) the director was like nah dude just cut it just end it all here like i don't really want to try for a second movie like we're not going to create a part two cut it all here and the end and i was like (laughs) so why did they start the movie with death and end it with death like was that nessa (gasps) oh my gosh was it like Okay, okay, I just realized, I just had had this realization. Was it to make the beauty? Hello? Like, English, Brianna, learn her. Also, mosquitoes have been biting me, and I keep scratching myself, and then I keep finding these scratch marks on my legs, and I'm like, who did that? And then I'm realizing they're me. It's just getting really annoying, because it looks like I'm being scratched by demons in my sleep, when in reality... I'm just having allergic reactions and mosquito bites and now there's scratches all over my legs. Anyways, I have digressed. (laughs) But like they started it with death and they ended it with death. Like were they trying to just give this man something that he would never, I guess, like he would never have a happy life because like even though they're glamorizing his gangster lifestyle, it's so weird to say the word gangster. (laughs) But even though they're, like, glamorizing, like, this fun criminal lifestyle, like, there's still no real happiness to it. Because in the beginning, his dad dies in the middle of trying to, like, well, have a relationship with the potential new business partner. Even though his new business partner was, like, selling children. (laughs) He was still like, well, it's a potential new business partner. So, like, we just got to play nice. And then, like, boom dad dies right in front of him like bullet went straight through his chest and then through the dad's head Mm -hmm. you know they never really told who killed oh wait no they did tell who killed the dad okay i won't spoil everything anyways moving on that's about as much as i would care to talk about that movie (laughs) anyways so I really have to make these podcasts flow better. Like I just be chopping it up through subjects. But honestly, this is how my brain works. My brain starts thinking about something, won't even finish the thought and click new subject. Like that's just how it works. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So anyways, world of dance. Listen, I've been waiting for the day that world of dance would finally be on a streaming platform and it's officially now on hulu for those who don't know i have dance well the first time i was on a dance team was second grade and then i joined again sixth yeah i joined dance again sixth grade joined a team again seventh grade and then from seventh grade until my senior year of high school i have been on a dance team so (laughs) I feel like that's given me enough experience to judge these dancers. (laughs) 
learns a few little dance moves and suddenly feels like she's a professional dancer who can judge these dancers. But it's given me enough to understand it. <laughs> to this day, I still love dancing. Like, forever and always, dance will always have my heart. Like, there's just a nice big place for dance in my heart. Love it. Live it. Live, laugh, love, dance. <laughs> You know, I'm starting to realize I thought I had more crackhead energy at night. No, I have more crackhead energy in the middle of the afternoon for no reason. So world of dance. Listen, waited for this to become on to finally be put on the streaming platform. And now starting with season four is now streaming on Hulu. So excited. Watch all they have is the first three episodes out. And I watched them all in one day. That was fun. (laughs) I think each episode might be an hour long i'm not sure i don't know time goes very fast when you're watching something you love you know but whatever first of all it's called world of dance for a reason i just love how diverse it is like they had some not naho navo navajo damn i already forgot what tribe they came from i think it's navajo i think that's is it Navajo, Navajo, Navajo Indians, the Navajo tribe? Is that correct? Again, I'm like, that's kind of messed up. Like I'm talking about someone's culture and I'm not looking it up. Okay. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Oh yeah. Navajo nation. Yes. Okay. So yeah, that's yes. (laughs) Navajo Indians. So I hope I'm even saying that right. I'm sorry if I'm messing it up. This is a culture. I'm really trying not to mess it up. But they even had some Native Indians come and do their dance and do their cultural dances. And first of all, the way they can move in those, like, I don't want to call them costumes, but I'm not exactly sure what they're called. They never said what they were called, like what they were wearing. But I'm, I want to say it was the traditional clothing that they would usually wear. But it was so pretty. It was so bright, colorful, like so many huge feathers. It was honestly so beautiful and like just seeing that they felt comfortable enough to like go on world of dance and do that. uh, Just perfect. I really hope those guys are thriving, but I will say, I just don't think the dance was like competition worthy. I'm not saying the dance was good. Listen, some dude literally jumped roped with a tiny hula hoop. Like, yes, they're, they're very talented people. And like, just with how many layers of clothes they did and they're able to move like that. Like, wow. But (laughs) you know, When you're keeping to a traditional dance style, you can only develop it and improve it so much without straying so far away from what the actual culture is. And so just trying to do that for so many weeks, trying to stay true to the native like native dance and like the native culture, like uh, it wouldn't have necessarily worked out. But those guys are thriving in other ways through other platforms. And so, like, I hope they're doing their best, you know, and keep the tradition alive. So first and foremost, Jake and Chow. Uh, love this duo. It was just so beautiful. I literally said they just glided through the music like. Uh, just chef kisses, just beautiful. Now, Bailey and Kita. I have been following Bailey on social media and by social media, I mean Instagram for a while now. And she is such an amazing dancer. And I just I keep seeing her on all these YouTube videos. Um, 
of her at like the LA dance studios and you know if you're a dancer and you look up all these videos you know exactly which one I'm talking about like playground and millennial millennium what is the name of that studio well hmm. But you know exactly which ones I'm talking about. Like, if you know, you know. And, like, she's always there. And, like, she's just such an amazing dancer. Like, she dances with Matt Stephanie all the time. Like, just, uh, I want her to win. I know she's a great dancer. Although I will say her audition dance, yes, it showed how, like, beautifully talented she was. But I felt like she still had so much to show like I didn't feel like she came off like audition her strongest and so I don't remember if they got a yes or a callback I hope they got a yes I think they got a yes to move on to the duels I really uh, I would love to see her win because she's someone I followed on social media but just seeing how her audition went I'm really hoping that she really shows how talented she is and how much farther she can go but we'll see we'll see Ooh, someone else who just like oh oh by the way i'm only talking about the people who like really blew me out the water for like these episodes really truly that's honestly i'm talking about no we don't have enough time to talk about every single person who auditioned that i watched (laughs) but savannah dude she's a little nine-year-old who has the talent of a 16-year-old in dance honestly like I know like a 16 year old is like not that developed but I'm talking about a six-year-old who's been dancing since they could walk and has been like training in in a studio since they could walk and so those from people who like train since you know like straight out the womb by the time they're 16 oh my gosh their capabilities are just so beautiful like they're just such beautiful dancers and like savannah said she's been dancing since the age of two and she already has those skills and i'm just like oh my gosh i'm not exactly sure how far she'll go in the competition just because she's really young and i don't know just like trying to keep eh, you know i don't know i like i'm just really curious to see how far she'll make it it's not that i'm saying like she can't make it and she can't be serious about dancing but also i'm aware that like She's only nine years old. And so this is just something fun for her. And like, look, I get to dance all day, every day on a TV show. Like, oh, my gosh, this is exciting more than like, I need to win. I need this money. I need to like show off my dance skills. I need to like get booked for dancing or something. I'm trying to make a business career. So that's why I'm saying I'm really curious to see how far she'll go but truly that girl is a child prodigy she was honestly born to dance and JLo said that and so like you know okay (laughs) the next group I want to talk about (laughs) I don't mean to laugh but the group the rise dude (laughs) they should have unmiked that kid as he was dancing (laughs) they didn't have to do him like that listen beautiful dance they did amazing and uh just chef kisses i think they got a call back i don't think they made it through which kind of hurts my i really don't remember i really should have written it down if they got a call back or if they made it through to the next round damn it anyways but (laughs) so one of the kids in the group the rise he 
was on the previous season, so season three, with another group. And yes, I did watch that season. And he was really good, and the group was really good, but they didn't win. I don't even remember how far they got. But yeah, it was a really good group. I was really sad to see them go. And so he came back with a new group. (sighs) And as they're dancing, they still have the mic on this boy, and they did not care to cut out that audio of his mic because the whole time okay so when you're dancing as a dancer especially as a hip-hop dancer you like yeah you could sit there and go one two three and four and five like you know you could count or you could have fun with it and instead you're like boom hit hit bam like (laughs) you don't use numbers you use sounds and grunts and just the weirdest things ever and so that's what he was doing throughout the dance and they did not edit that at all so and I just feel so sorry for the boy. I think his name is Mason. Dude, I just feel so sorry for him. <laughs> because to you and as a dancer, normal. Who cares? It feels like it helps you hit the beats right. It feels like without the noises and the weird grunts, like it feels like you can't hit the beat as hard. But like to someone watching and if they can hear that, it's kind of weird. Like... <laughs> like from an outsider's point of view it is strange and so the entire dance you just hear him go uh ha 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 ha, and i'm like is someone not gonna cut this dog (laughs) like y'all just gonna let him and y'all just okay (laughs) so I just felt so bad like they really left that kid mike the entire dance and then at the end like one of his team members didn't like nail the trick at the end and so I understand why they kept him Mike for that part because he turns around and goes did you hit it and his team member says no and so I understand that they wanted the audio for that part but again (laughs) they could have cut the audio from the dance and then turned back on his mic at that point (laughs) so uh but they did a really good job I really do hope that they win they did really amazing well not that they win because i want another group to win and that's like the next group i'm going to talk about but i hope they make it far at least second place honestly they did amazing but the group that i actually want to win oh my god oh wait no 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 no. the rise can come in third place because i already realized i already have someone who i want to come in second place so the group that i want to win is called oxygen and their dance style is just so beautiful and unique the way they just like their choreography it's unexplainable it is so beautiful the girl um one of the team members said that their dance style includes hip-hop techniques and contemporary techniques and you can really see that and it's just so yeah I can't describe it imagine I follow a dance instagram account that posts dance videos and they ended up posting oxygen's routine on that dance video so before i even saw um this new season of world of dance i had saw them on instagram and i thought their dance was so beautiful that they literally made me download the song they were using and it was a billy eilish song the song lovely and i've never been a fan of billy eilish like at all for no reason like i don't know it was just really hard for me to jump on that bandwagon even though i knew she was talented and they made me download a Billie Eilish song. And so, like, that's how beautiful it was. 
<laughs> someone's probably like mm, or you just like the song and didn't really like the dance like no f you like I, I love the dance that much that I downloaded the song they finally made the song beautiful to me but oh my gosh and then I tried some of their arm movements that they did at the beginning of the dance and let me just say I really really failed that really does take years and years of practice to get down those arm movements that sharp and in sync and just oh beautiful 14 out of 10 hope they win Oh, another group I wanted to talk about, y'all. So we all saw the Super Bowl Super Bowl performance with JLo and Shakira. So for anyone who doesn't know, I'm not exactly sure if it's like this for every artist, but I knew it was like this for Lady Gaga. So when Lady Gaga, hello, English, when Lady Gaga came and, you know, did the Super Bowl here in Houston, Sadly, my high school barely, <laughs> barely missed the opportunity to dance with her because the way that they found dancers was like, I think my director said it was through a dance studio. And so all of her customers from that dance studio, she just like sent them over to Lady Gaga's people and they were in the Super Bowl and like as her backup dancers. And like my school was not on that list because we don't buy from that lady because our school doesn't approve of her. But like, okay. <laughs> sad days sad days truly truly sad we'll never get over it because literally another high school <sighs> fucking dobie dude like dobie got to dance with lady gaga like ugh, i'm so upset but <laughs> so it was the same thing for j-lo so j-lo took her dancers from a studio and one of the groups <laughs> was 305 <laughs> And I just have to laugh because from the second they walk in, JLo looks pissed. Like JLo looks so pissed off to see them there. Like she's like she's looking at them like she knows a secret that nobody else knows. And it's not that, oh, they danced with her. Like, no, she called them out. Like when they walked in, she was like, um, were you part of the studio that danced with me at the Super Bowl? And they're like, yes. And she was like, oh my gosh, wasn't it wonderful? Was it amazing? And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. So like she points it out in the beginning, like, yes, she danced with this group already. But <laughs> like a homegirl is just pissed. Like the face, I don't know if it was because she was just being extra judgmental on them because she's worked with them or if it was like, oh, I know these people can't dance. So why are they here? <laughs> they didn't make it through. They got a call back. Like, so I guess. But it, <laughs> it was just so funny to see how mad she got. Like, oh, my gosh, J-Lo, give them kids some slack. Well, she did give them some slack. She sent them to callbacks. Like, she wasn't completely, like, interrogating these children or whatnot. But, like, still, her face, mm, so funny. Oh, oh, my gosh. Okay, so another duo that I love was Luca and Alexandra. Dude, they, ugh. Okay, let me just describe for you. First of all, beautiful start to finish. Like, they've been dancing for 26 years together. They literally were dancing since they were five years old, and now they're married. And I think it's just such a beautiful love story. And, like, wow, and they're dancing. Like, they really told a story through their dancing. And then as the judges are talking to them, 
they were like, oh, did you know you did like an Argentino tang, an Argentina tango or something like that? Oh, what did they call it? It was definitely like a tango. See, again, why did I think my slightest experience in dance gives me any, <laughs> gives me any reason to like judge these people? Who knows? But they definitely did um, an Argentinian in- inspired tango. And they were like, oh, yeah, we've never done this before, but we decided because we're coming our world of dance that we needed to step out of our comfort zone. Dude, if they didn't say that, you would have never guessed that these people had just tried a new style of dance. Like, it, they made it look that effortless and beautiful. Like, oh my gosh, I need them in third place. <laughs> I'm really just, like, not pushing for these people to get first place. Listen, I want oxygen to win. And, of course, my my decision is going to change as the season keeps going and as I keep watching. Because, you know, some people mess up. Some people will come, like, full-on what is it man i just forgot the saying what is it oh some people really do come some people do show up to show out that's what it was <laughs> i was like what is that thing that i always like to say but yeah some people really do show up to show out and so you never know but as of now i want them third place because they're just so beautifully talented okay the second place people that i want are Styles and Emma. Listen, they were also on that Instagram account that I follow, and they also danced to a Billie Eilish song, and I they made me fall in love with the song because of how beautiful the dancing was, and now I now I listen to Billie Eilish. So <laughs> maybe I just really like Billie Eilish, <laughs> and I didn't really know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they like guys. Emma does this move where like she just really wanted to show off her hip flexibility like she did it for the flex like literally the flexibility and I'm oh it was just so magical to watch this girl and like styles his like male ballerinas the way their body just develops is so beautiful because they have all these muscles because like as a dancer like you're just going to get muscles that are just activated because of the certain moves that you do and so on men those muscles really do show up to show out on their body and it's just so beautiful and like their dance was so beautiful and like they are just oh like chef kisses dude chef kisses really truly hope they win second place now this last group i'm gonna talk about (laughs) honestly i don't mean to be mean but yeah i'm just like i'm only talking about them because it they were just so comedic (laughs) let's put it that way it was very comedic to watch them dance (laughs) so basically you peeps Last season, I think I think it was season three, they had V Peeps, which is the junior team at whatever they dance at. So the junior team really showed up to show out. Honestly, they showed up and showed out like these kids went really, really far. I don't remember what place they got, but like they did amazing throughout the competition. And so this season, season four, (laughs) their coaches have decided, well, wait, you're telling us that these kids that we coach went this far and everything that they know is because of us? Listen, (laughs) y'all, a million dollars make you do some strange things. (laughs) 
uh, I don't mean to talk bad about these men because in reality it could just be like they felt like dancing would never take them anywhere. So they kept it as a hobby and like they started coaching kids. And then when they realized like their coaching skills are so amazing, like that these kids almost won a million dollars. Then they're like, you know, found their spark of loving dance again. But their dance routine didn't feel like their style. <laughs> like it literally felt like they took one of the routines that they taught these kids and then these grown men came out on the stage and did exactly that (laughs) now there's nothing wrong with using the routine if you like choreographed it and like taught it to kids and then like came on stage to do it but like don't go up there and dance like (laughs) kids (laughs) like it's so bad i don't mean to trash these guys like i well of course i mean to because here i am trashing these guys but like it oh my gosh it was like secondhand embarrassment honestly that's that's the best way to put it because these grown men who i'm expecting to show up and show out did worse than the kids and in fact j-lo literally called them out and was like "Mm, you didn't like do better in fact it might have done slightly worse than the kids and it was like damn but it was true because they just kind of like it was a hip-hop dance and it was like a hip-hop dance where you're like you're supposed to just be given all types of attitude like you are supposed to be tough and just feeling yourself and you know like going for it and they came out there and they had like smiles the entire time and it wasn't like they weren't giving facials like they were giving facials but it was like very happy like "Mm -hmm, look at me but it's like honestly if kids did it it would look great but because it was them and like their energy that like they really didn't tailor that dance to fit them and their age and I'm not saying that they're old but like when you've had so much dance experience you should know you know what emotions to put for what song and it felt like they haven't developed that skill at all like the dance was really clean it was really sharp it was really nice but it was like their energy did not fit the energy of this song and I'm not saying like they had low energy like they had enough energy but they were supposed to like Jay literally said you're supposed to be getting down and dirty for this song but they're up there doing like I'm walking on sunshine type of facials. So it was just really strange. And I <laughs> all I'm gonna say is just good luck to them. Like I really hope that they really learn very quickly how to like change from, hey, we've been teaching kids, now we're like dancing for ourselves now. And I really just hope to get that like ASAP no Rocky. <laughs> so who sees well i'll keep you updated (laughs) let me know if you even want to be updated on this honestly like if y'all want to be updated on world of dance i will happily talk about dance all day every day like uh anyways I mean, I think that's about all I have to say for this podcast. I mean, other than Ariana Grande is a queen, love her, um, stand, chef kisses. Anyone who knows me knows I'm the biggest fan of Ariana Grande, and she's really been out here really supporting every movement. Like, uh (sighs) love her, just love her so much. And I just wanted to bring that up. But yeah, guys, this year, got to get out there, go and vote. Also throwing that in there, but also 
share this podcast share it with someone who you think will enjoy it share it with family friends neighbors bosses baby mamas baby daddies um babysitters chefs i don't know who cares like send it to everybody that you know you can now find find my podcast on apple and spotify and four other platforms that i don't remember the name of but i'm almost on every podcast streaming service so honestly you can probably find my podcast anywhere like you're right about now (laughs) so yeah like just just enjoy your day you know like it's always a good day to listen to a podcast so thank you so much please rate and review my podcast and i'll see you guys next saturday hopefully with a guest